56-year-old man comes to the physician for a three-day history of progressive fatigue and feelings of general unwellness. This is on a background of autosomal dominant polycystic kidney disease for which he received a cadaveric renal transplant six months ago. Current medications include prednisone, sirolimus, simvastatin, and amlodipine. Laboratory studies show a creatinine of 2.3 mg per deciliter and blood urea nitrogen of 45 mg per deciliter. A renal biopsy shows intranuclear inclusions. Which of the following is the next best step in management? Choice A, commence gancyclovir therapy. Choice B, decrease dose of sirolimus. Choice C, discontinue sirolimus and switch to tacrolimus. Choice D, increase dose of prednisone. Choice E, repeat biopsy in three months. Choice F, repeat biopsy in six months. This is a very typical USMLE question regarding transplant recipients. There's a lot we can talk about, but I'm going to keep this concise, give you some high-yield points that you can take away without a meandering, superfluous explanation here, okay? Before we get started, please hit the subscribe button. I really appreciate you stopping by my channel. Hit the like button. Let's get this to all-time highs. Hit the bell if you want notifications. And find me on Instagram at melman underscore medical, M-E-H-L-M-A-N underscore medical. Now, let's start the question. 56-year-old dude, he has a history of 80 PKD, and he had a renal transplant six months ago. He's on various medications, prednisone, sirolimus, simvastatin, and lodipine, and he has elevated renal function tests, creatinine 2.3, BUN 45. Renal biopsy shows intranuclear inclusions, questions asking next best step in management. We have all these answer choices here, okay? So where do we even start? Let's just look at the drugs first. Prednisone, immunosuppressant, of course, corticosteroid. US simply wants you to know it inhibits T cells. It's on one of the NBME exams for step one. They're going to give you a patient who's on prednisone, and they're going to list a bunch of cells, neutrophil, macrophage, B cell, T cell, etc. And they ask which cell the function uh, would be suppressed. Answer. T cell, okay? Sirolimus, this is a classic immunosuppressant, decreases responsiveness to interleukin 2. IL 2 classically stimulates T cells, therefore, sirolimus suppresses T cell function. USMLE wants you to know sirolimus is not nephrotoxic. That relates to our answer choices here. In contrast, cyclosporin and tacrolimus are nephrotoxic. I could do a 10 minute discussion on those three drugs in isolation. Once again, we want to keep things concise here. But the point is, for this question, sirolimus, not nephrotoxic. Cyclosporin tacrolimus, nephrotoxic. Statins, classically hepatotoxic, more common than myositis rhabdomyolysis. Of course, if we have liberation of myoglobin from muscle in the setting of rhabdo, then that myoglobin is nephrotoxic and can cause acute tubular necrosis, etc. That's not the situation we have here. Amlodipine, diagepiridine, calcium channel blocker, US simile, especially family medicine, they want you to know it's an important cause of fluid retention and peripheral edema. Really, really high yield. Students will memorize that, their drug side effects, and then they'll miss that in a question. They'll be like, oh, fuck, that's right. Okay, so amlodipine causes peripheral edema. US simile really likes that. Creatinine, normal range should be 0.7 to 1.2, roughly. You've lost about 90% of your nephron function when you've reached a creatinine of 2. So that, to, so in order 
So to have a creatinine of 2.3 here really illustrates the decline in the patient's renal function. BUN 45, it should be generally under 20. Okay, renal biopsy shows intranuclear inclusions. I will come back to this in a moment. So let's just quickly go through our answer choices, give you some high yield value. Let's go backwards. Repeat biopsy, three, six months. Both of these, wrong answers. Why did I do this? This is not for my entertainment. This is not to be clever or cool. This is because you will see these on US Simile 2CK for breast cancer classically, okay? Where you'll be like, hmm, like is it three months, six months? The wrong answers. I've never seen a repeat biopsy question as correct on any NBME form to date. And if future forms come out and it's a correct answer, awesome. Okay, we learn something new every day. But to this point, I've never seen a repeat biopsy answer as correct. That's why I put them in here. When students see two different time frames, they often think, oh, it must be one of them. Not correct. Choice D, increased dose of prednisone, wrong answer. However, this is really important. I have seen this as a correct answer in a 2CK question where they said, it was like a one or two liner. They basically just said, guy received a renal transplant six months ago. He's on prednisone. His renal function is worsening. Next best step in management pharmacologically answer was just increased dose of prednisone. Okay. It's a slightly unusual answer, but it's what they want. Wrong answers would be such as, e.g., uh, add azathioprine to the regimen. All right. So increased dose of prednisone is the answer if they simply give you a transplant recipient months ago who has declining function and they're on prednisone. Okay. Let's just continue our answers here. Choice C, discontinue sirolimus, switch it to chrolimus, wrong answer. And as we talked about before, sirolimus is not nephrotoxic. Tacrolimus is. So we would not be switching to a nephrotoxic agent. The purpose of this as an answer choice is for students who forget uh, which one is nephrotoxic. Okay, so uh, tacrolimus cyclosporin are nephrotoxic, sirolimus not nephrotoxic. Choice B, decreased dose of sirolimus. Clearly not right, it's not nephrotoxic. Choice A, commence gain cyclovir therapy. This is our correct answer. The diagnosis is CMV, cytomegalovirus, and the intranuclear inclusions are owl eye appearance. I almost included the owl eye biopsy image here. I had it loaded and then I deleted it because it's too easy. Okay, it's uh, it's very buzzy and I wanted this to be more of a verbal understanding for this question. But this style question is very similar to one that I believe was on an old 2CK free 120 form. Very similar question, okay? And then the answer was commence scan cyclovir therapy. They had intranuclear inclusions written, no image of the owl eyes. But that's what it's referring to. Gan cyclovir, step one, they want you to know it's a DNA polymerase inhibitor, causes chain termination. If CMV becomes resistant to gan cyclovir, the answer is altered or absent thymidine kinase as the mechanism. And CMV, you can treat with phoscarnet in. Uh, the setting of gancyclovir resistance. Although I've never seen phoscarnet as an answer on any NBME form, it's just preached in some of the resources, uh, overrated as a drug in my opinion. Okay, there's a lot we can talk about, but I know you want me to keep these clips concise. But uh, okay, final point, of course, I should mention CMV is the most common organism contracted via organ transplants and blood transfusions. Okay, that's the elephant in the room. Okay, I have to mention that. So CMV, most common organism, 
uh, contracted via organ transplants and blood transfusions. However, and this is an important point, on the newer step one NBMEs, they will give you someone who's had a renal transplant and they'll tell you that uh, the patient has a viral infection where there's B cell proliferation. And the answer is EBV, not CMV. So EBV uh, remains latent in B cells, CMV macrophages, okay? So that's, a, that's an important distinction. Don't just automatically think CMV. If they tell you B cell proliferation, choose EBV, okay? Uh, but that's the basis for this question, uh, having CMV as the diagnosis. You know the deal. I'm going to make more content. If you like my stuff, subscribe to my channel. And I appreciate your time. That's it.